You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. BetQL. And welcome back into BetQL Daily, live coast-to-coast on the BetQL Network. You can watch us, too. That's what YouTube is for. Go to the Odyssey Sports Channel or Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chris Mack in for Joe Ostrowski alongside Ed Egros and Aaron Hawksworth. John Daigle of 4 for 4 and BetSparts coming up top of the hour in a little less than 20 minutes. He said something. He, he said something in the last couple of days. He said, I see an MVP I saw him tweet that last night, so we got to ask him about the mm. MVP as well as Defensive Player of the Year markets after the Cowboys win over the Seahawks last night. We continue to roll through the entire Week 13 slate in the NFL as well as touch on those conference championship games in the third hour in college football. But everybody is all over the Steelers because they got 400 yards of offense last week. Golf clap for the Steelers. Oh, yay. 400 yards of offense. They still only scored 16 points. Um, But Kenny Pickett did look much better in his first week without Matt Canada fired in the lead up to the Bengals game. So with the Arizona Cardinals coming to town, Ed, the Steelers giving them five and a half, another five and a half on this board, which has some strange numbers on it this week. I think there's three five and a halves out there. This is one of them. Total at 41. So People apparently believe the Steelers are going to start scoring points. Um, what do we make of the Steelers, and have they found something on offense with Pickett and especially Fryermuth in the middle of the field who's healthy again? I think they have. I, I am more optimistic here. I, I'm not necessarily saying that Pittsburgh is going to get the one seed in the AFC. <clears throat> no, that would be crazy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're might involve, they're They'll might be in the AFC balls. championship. Let's double oh. down. Oh, my God. Aaron, what are we doing? Oh I'm my all gosh. for Happy trying Friday to manifest now. things, but come on. Let's let's be a little more realistic. That That's that's where I am. Like, realistic. They can cover this number against Arizona. That, I think, is more than realistic. This offense, all right. it showed me something. It really did. Like, I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is the next coming of Big Ben, in fact, that's probably not going to happen in all likelihood. But what I am saying, though, is, look, you, you've got this deal where, okay, the, the receivers are good. Like, you can make something of yourself with Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Pratt, Pat Fryer. Like, you can make a good offense this way. And I understand in terms of, you know, what the focal point of this Pittsburgh team is supposed to be, and that's the defense. And we're talking about T.J. Watt as Defensive Player of the Year. Alex Highsmith, someone, uh, you know, who also has done some great things uh, throughout this season. So all of those things matter a great deal. But I think that's kind of where I'm focused more than anything else, is when I'm breaking down this game, I'm looking at what Kyler Murray couldn't do 
against the Rams defense. And the fact that Kenny Pickett, you know, will be in a much better position. Meanwhile, the Steelers defense, they should be able to contain whatever Arizona is trying to do because they're just bereft of talent at this point. Um, If you did see our last segment, uh, we saw that my friend, Aaron Hawksworth, committed a crime. She committed a crime. She committed larceny and stole my bet. And now I'm going to take it back because this is my alternate spread of the week. Steelers minus eight and a half, boys and girls. This is it. Pittsburgh's going nuts here. I am going past the key number of seven here because when you look at alt spreads, there is usually that bump through those numbers. And I'm willing to go past it because my model has this at eight and a half and I'm going to trust it. So Steelers minus eight and a half. Nice fun play proving that Arizona they might be losing out the rest of the way. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. My apologies, Ed. I mean, the bit is so good. I just, I couldn't resist. And <laughs> how can I be mad at your alt spread? You, if it has to do with anything positive related to the Steelers, I am endorsing it. Now, we do have someone on the show who watches more Steelers football than any of us. So I have to take advantage here while we have okay. you, Chris Mack. Let's let's yes. not beat around the bush. Let's look at some props because Eddie Faulkner really got this run game alive. What do we do with Najee Harris? 99 rushing yards last week. His prop is at 55 and a half. And your girl mm-hmm. would like to hammer that. What say you? Here's the issue. I believe in the run game. And they started to, to, to build the run game the last few weeks of the Canada tenure. They really leaned into it to try and give Kenny Pickett a little more breathing room. And it worked, right? Jalen Warren is like, I've never stood at the bottom of a hill and tried to catch someone throwing a bowling ball at me, but that's what trying to tackle Jalen Warren is like. It's like a bowling ball rolling <laughs> downhill. That's the problem, though, is I don't know who's going to be, who's who's going to eat more on any given week. Yeah. Is it Warren? Is it Harris? Now, Najee's always going to get an advantage in carries, I believe, but sometimes it's going to be a closer mm-hmm. to a 50-50 split. Um, I do like, mm-hmm. and Paul suggested this in the chat, Jalen Warren rushing and receiving combined. He has, if, if you're looking for a prop maybe to hit, Jalen Warren rushing, receiving combined. Yeah, I, I, I'd look at that half. number. 78 and a half. He has produced week after week since they've made changes to the offense. And again, those were pre the firing of Canada, the last few weeks of Canada. And he's been pushing Najee Harris for playing time really all year going back to the preseason. So I don't know if Harris would be my play, to be honest, Aaron. I would take some uh, take okay. a good, long, hard look at Jalen Warren props. Um, 
especially the rushing and receiving combined. That that would be a play for me. The thing that I don't understand is this team hasn't gone over a 40-point total all year. I understand the offense mm-hmm. is looking better, but they're playing Arizona with the Steelers' defense. You, you alluded to this earlier, Ed. Like, <laughs> the, T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year candidate, near the top of the board. Cam Hayward has had another quality year. Uh, Patrick Peterson has been up and down, but has been there to mentor Joey Porter Jr., who is really coming into his own. Um, I, I, I like the Steelers' defense to put the clamps on Arizona, so I like the under 41 in this one. As much as the Steelers' offense has showed life, Ed, eh, I don't know if they've showed enough to, to, that all of a sudden they're going to be an over machine. I think they've gone over twice this year, and they were both like mid to low 30 numbers. That makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, this could be a 35 to three ball game, which would go under where the Steelers offense actually turns all of those yards into points. Could definitely see that happening, especially the red zone woes that Arizona's had defensively, just because you can't trust that secondary at all. So I think that's definitely a good play here. One other prop I'd love to ask you about, Chris, George Pickens' longest gain over 19 and a half receiving yards at minus 120. This is one I like a lot because I've already mentioned that I think this offense should be more than serviceable going forward. But also, too, won't that be because Pickens is the deep threat? I mean, he was one of the the more reliable deep threats last year, and that's largely the only thing he did. That was his role was on vertical routes. Why not do that again against this defense to where you're kind of running it back a little bit, sort of a classic role for him. You're not necessarily trying to develop him. uh, But if that's the case, then it only takes one bomb for him to hit. Yeah, and the one thing we saw Pickett lean into again last week against Cincinnati, and he has the last few weeks, is if he gets a guy on the outside one-on-one, and usually that happens with Pickens when it does happen, he's going to take a shot. Um, it may only result in a DPI, you know, I, but if if Pickett can, can put the ball anywhere near George Pickens, we've seen that this guy's catch radius is ridiculous, going all the way back to that phenomenal catch against the Browns last year. Um, it, it, if there's a deep shot to be had, you're right, Ed, it's George Pickens. So I love the over on, on, on that longest, uh, reception, 19 and a half. Absolutely. If he catches a few balls, one of them will go for 20 plus. Definitely. Um, let's pivot again because, well, this is another contractually obligated kind of game. Falcons and Jets. Hurrah! 34 the total. Eesh. Falcons oh. favored by two. In the Meadowlands. Um, Here's the thing that gives me a little bit of hope for the Falcons. It's, well, first, they're in the NFC South. So everybody's got hope in the NFC South unless David Tepper owns your team. Um, But Arthur Smith has started to (laughs) lean into B. John Robinson a bit the last couple of weeks. Targets and uh, carries up over 20. You do that, I think you're moving the offense in the right direction. Desmond Ritter is, yeah, he's Desmond Ritter. But I think he's still the the safer bet for the franchise going forward than Taylor Heineke. It's not enough. That 34 on the total is, um, that's that's Big Ten West-ish. I like the Falcons to cover the two, Ed, but this is, it's not anything I'm doing cartwheels about necessarily. And I'm not doing cartwheels on going the other side, backing the Jets and the points here, only because we've seen the Falcons perform abysmally once we finally have expectations for them. I mentioned this yesterday. All of these quarterbacks who are making their first appearance for their team, maybe they're rookies, whatever the case may be, 
we saw the Falcons be ill-prepared. And I think that can happen again with Tim Boyle and this Jets defense that the Falcons just come out not being officially prepared. Like, it's almost as if, okay, yeah, yeah against divisional foes, yeah, they're just fine because they've seen them time and time and time again and they can prepare for that. But in terms of a different, unique opponent, they might struggle here. And I'm expecting that to happen again. And you mentioned Bijan Robinson being an important part of this offense going forward. Well, he has to be. Because the Falcons, which was supposed to be known for these outside zone runs, they've struggled there. They're 24th in success rate on outside runs. I thought this was supposed to be a revolution. It hasn't been. And so the Jets, who are not great at defending outside zone runs, they don't have to worry about that. They need to worry about Bijan Robinson as a pass catcher. And I think they can contain him for the most part because you love the DBs. You love the linebackers. I think for the most part, this Jets pass defense should be able to do more than enough against Desmond Ritter. It's just, can the rushing game come back to form for the Falcons? I'll believe it when I see it, Aaron. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do like Falcons minus one and a half. There's no way I can back the Jets here. It's just awful offensively. We know they have a scrappy defense. Falcons just inconsistent. Never know which version of them is going to show up, but at least they have some momentum. Falcons minus one and a half. Why not, Chris? Why not? Uh, if we have to make a play on this game, we'll make it on. I also uh, want to take a look at Bijan Robinson props too. That might uh, that mm-hmm. might take me a certain direction here because again, it looks like Arthur Smith, after fighting it all year for whatever reason, has finally <laughs> decided to lean in on Bijan Robinson. I don't that, talk about another coach who I just don't understand how he gets to the end of the year. Arthur Smith barely scratching by at five and six in the abysmal NFC South is another one. I just, again, I don't know what to do with my hands, guys. I I, I, mm-hmm. I do know that he John Gable of 4 for 4 and Betsparts is going to join us next. The wheels have come off for one team's defense. Who did John say that about yesterday? And what happened Thursday night that we need to get his take on? That next, plus we look at the rest of the Week 13 slate on BetQL Daily. 